Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today's Power Lunch is brought to you by The Palm in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Sure, The Palm is great for a fancy night out, but it's also the perfect midweek spot for a lunch with a client, or lunch to catch up with a friend, or maybe even to do an interesting podcast like this. Power Lunch menu selections at The Palm start at $26 for an appetizer, meal, and dessert. Book your reservation today directly at thepalm.com, open table, or by calling them at 703-917-0200. I can make most anything on the menu except whatever you got is fine. I'm going to say some bad words. You're just going to have to deal with it. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. Hey, you got enough money to pay for all this? You know, money, cash, dollars, dinero. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What can I say except... Oh, wait, you know that right now, as we well, not as we speak, but in the last 24 hours, Kwame Brown, the former number one pick of the Wizards, has been going off on YouTube on Steven Jackson and Jerry Stackhouse and some other guys that have appeared on The Jump with Rachel Nichols. I mean, going off and using language makes me uncomfortable because really well the the nuclear n-word is dropped left and right and left and right so and so it makes me a little bit uncomfortable but he is just calling these guys out Kwame is mad as hell and is not gonna take it anymore basically yeah and he's or is he like losing it a little bit is he making sense is it nonsensical or is he just on his own channel and trying to beat some sort of do, drum? Do I dare noise? play a little bit of this? I don't know. You tell me. You said it makes What are the rules? What are the rules about I as a white man who wouldn't and couldn't and would never want to say that word listening to Kwame Brown using that word well, play a whole it. lot? Play it and then maybe can you beep, 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 beep it out later <laughs> if, we, if we research that this you might wanna, be bad for you. You want career. me to beep it out later? I don't. I I I personally it was so funny I had a son in a class trying to he had to read from uh, you know some one of the Mark Twain books and he uses okay. you know, and he's like he stopped and he stopped in his class and and the teacher's like keep going and he's like I'm not saying it <laughs> and I was like, I, it's good good for you I don't know but someone else saying it you can play it all right this is a problem this is frustrating the living hell out of me. 
Carol, read a, a baseball score or two while I search this. Well, I would like to say that it's kind of interesting that um, we have the Caps and Bruins and the uh, – I'm, I'm stalling here. You, you, and we have, you the have nothing right and the now. Wizards, the Wizards, <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast I'm today? How about the, that I'm mad as hell the Wizards that they might, uh, you know, get the eight seed and, and go on to the playoffs. I'm mad as hell. I think the Nets Why? still could be a – it could be an. Why are you mad as hell? I wanted him to tank. I've been saying it all season. What? Yeah. So you're still mad that they made this incredible run yeah. to actually get into the playoffs? A little bit. Well, isn't that interesting yeah. right there? Well, it's all about the imposter season. I'm like, take advantage of these imposter seasons huh. during COVID where you were out for weeks or you were being tested and the, the weird travel. So they had schedule. a chance to really tank this year. Who do you want to see come in as like the savior of the franchise. I don't think there's a big college star out there. There's there's a couple. I mean, the kid for Gonzaga is supposed to be a great generational player, but he's not a big man, not that that matters or anything. A big, big, good big man is key. And Bradley Beal, wasn't he have one year left on his deal? So we're going to start hearing about extension talks and all this other stuff. So the, if I'm filling right now, I would fill and talk about this this crazy time of year. And anyway, I can't play Kwame Brown because my equipment has failed me. I actually tested the equipment to make sure it played the way I wanted to prior to leaving the house. And now it doesn't work. Why? I don't know. I'm restarting my laptop and I'm not going in to edit this god dang podcast right now. It's just not happening. Let's talk about cicadas. <laughs> okay, have you seen any? Seen any? Seen any, you got them. I have them everywhere. Oh, they my are here car, then. My trees, my house, <laughs> My sidewalks are littered with them. My dog doesn't oh, want to no. walk over them. I have another dog that's eating them, and you can't eat them. They wow. say if your dogs gorge on them like one of them wants yeah. to, they get super sick. The sure. wings and the, the exoskeletons. This has been a nightmare. This is why I'm it's not, Nightmare is just starting, by the way. Yeah. This is the very first no, bit of the in my neighborhood have cicada zero. invasion. Some people in my neighborhood, and I have all these old trees, but some people in my neighborhood who've had more recent construction yeah, have they had don't. zero cons- c- cicadas Yeah, so I think far. any construction within the last 17 years is better because they would have clear-cut the area. So where they sit and they breed for 17 years, they wouldn't have had that time. They wouldn't have been trees. They burrow into trees they, when they're done. They lay their eggs in trees, and the, the, and the eggs, cicadas no, the eggs grow. Fall. The eggs fall down they and do. grow in the ground, yeah. How do the eggs burrow? They will fall and they like they hatch or whatever, and they burrow in the ground. It's eggs guess, burrow. What I read was that 17 years ago, here in you know in the Mid Atlantic, our conditions were perfect for cicadas. So all these cicadas that are coming out now are the eggs that survived. Um, the weather and conditions were perfect. It was warm, and they they just were predicting to have this plague this year and it's just beginning and i think in my neighborhood ground zero is my house so that's that's what i'd like to talk about and that was funny because the well what are you gonna do about them you can talk about them there's nothing you can do they're here have you ever coming there's no spray yes it's 17 years ago i stepped on them i batted them away i had one in my car at one point that i didn't know was in there and it went like suddenly as i was about to pull away and i was like ah you scream like a girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> scream like a guy who was startled by a cicada. And How ran about that? Out, and you ran out. No, they. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
I've been sweeping them off the, you know, the sidewalks and stuff. Okay. They're falling out of the trees right now. They're climbing up the trees and then falling out, so they're landing on you. <laughs> it's so bad, and it's just the beginning. Yeah, well, yeah. what are you, you going to do? I think it's one of the more amazing phenomenons in nature that something can, can sit underground for 17 years and come out with regularity 17 years like clockwork later. Yeah. Doesn't that like kind of blow your mind? It does until I see them, and then now I'm just creeped out. It makes your skin crawl as okay. you're just sitting there watching. So give me, give it another week, Zabe, and once you're infested, <laughs> What's my... see if you still are as fascinated <laughs> and intrigued with. The way well, I didn't say it was fun. It's it's definitely intriguing though. Okay, let's try this now as I've reconfigured, and again, I this can... is Kwame Brown, former number one pick for the Wizards. A bust by all accounts. However, if you look look up his basketball reference profile page, he played in the league a long time. Longer than you would think. I was just going to say eight years off the top of my head. I think he was more like 10 or 11. Oh, yeah, well, after his – he was young. He was 19 when he was drafted. Right, number, but number some guys get one. in the league and then they quickly bounce out. But but number ones get as long as it takes because there's so much invested in them. Okay, but I I'll, wouldn't say as long as it takes. I'm sorry, they get a lot longer. Their leash is a lot longer. The fuse is a lot longer for those guys. Um, and so he got. I wouldn't even say he got every you know uh, advantage. Look at, look at that. Now they don't. They make you count up the seasons. I hate that. Eleven. Well, wow, look at the, the math, math on you. you like Five, nine. O2. No, it's more than 11. Four, three, two. That's nine. 10, 11, 12, 13. You know what? You're saying, um, but see how he, if he got into the league, he was drafted in 2001 and he got out of uh, 2013. So that's 12. You're, you're saying he had a couple split seasons yeah, between teams? Yeah, you're, you're, you're picking how many So he came in at 19. He r- retired or is no longer in at 30. Yeah. All right. Look at his points per game, though. He was averaging 10 and 7 in year three with the Wizards. That's not terrible. Seven, eight, seven, four. He was saying in this. Uh, he was re- a seven foot number one overall pick, though. And I he know. had Michael Jordan just beating him down. So, so that's reason. It's not terrible, but it's not what the, he wanted from right. him. So he was getting crushed. Okay. So here we go. This is Kwame Ooh, Brown. Language. Older. Black athletes, wherever you from, football, basketball, wherever you from, go build a youth center. Go show them kids what it is that you didn't get in school. Go put some computers in there. Go build some morale. Go teach some etiquette. These black males are reading at a fourth grade reading level. What are you doing to combat that other than posting up Black Lives Matter and running your motherfucking mouth? How about... He's mad. And he he makes a good point. I think he makes a good point. I mean, he's calling out people who need to do more, and I'm one of those people that should do more. Carol, look at the time. On this YouTube video. Oh, yeah. Is that an hour? How long? One hour, 13 minutes. Okay. So it goes off and the, he goes off the rails and he can't stop. But the, And right that's only the like, first installment. But I would I would. There's with, a second oh, yeah. installment <laughs> that is even angrier or even more full of fire. It even has a YouTube warning that says, 
this is age-restricted. You have to watch it on YouTube. And he's in his car, and he's just blistering these guys. Something to say. Everybody that was in that goddamn practice that day, Oak cussed me the fuck out in front of the whole team and wanted to fight. That story I told was absolute 100% true. You sat there and lie out your goddamn teeth. But see, it's okay when you want to bash other people, when you want to take food off another plate, when you want to make another man look a certain way. But see, you been in groups for so long oh boy so anyway i can't i can't hear that for much more but i'll edit that out obviously here's the thing kwame brown apparently he has a farm i think he talked about i know how to grow my own food he's got tractors he's got trucks he says he owns the buildings that pay him rent on it so apparently he's doing okay post basketball life but he did not take kindly to i guess stackhouse and jackson and a couple other guys on tv talking shit about his career and he just went crazy. That's what happened. They were talking S about him. <clears throat> but then he turned it on and, and said, why aren't you doing more for yes. our Oh, no. He, believe me, he's got a culture. whole, he's got a Even lot of things. and everybody yeah, is what you're he's saying. He's got a lot of things there. Um, he also talked about how, you know, he was injured early in his career, that Doug Collins was making him, like, practice against guys like Jahidi White who were fouling the shit out of him which, you know, kind of made him more beat up, said he had to go ahead and uh, lift weights, and he did to get up to 255, and then Doug Collins is like, ooh, wait, that's too much. Stop lifting weights. There is a lot of shit we don't know or gets misrepresented about what happened in the guy's career, you know? That's true, and now he's it's been burrowed for more than 17 years. <laughs> like and a it's cicada. erupting. It's erupting I've right now, for sure. I've interviewed him. I've... Been you have pre and post game show host. I was, you know, highly involved in the early part of his career, and I've never heard him talk like that. I mean, he is letting it loose. So that's interesting. How much of that hour and thirteen minute first clip did you watch? You very, said, very little. Yeah. I was, I was listening coming here today to the second video. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> interesting. But I, it made me feel uncomfortable because, like I said, that that word is is not one that that sits lightly on the ears of somebody who is not black. Okay, uh, let's move on. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come and football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Pivot. Can we pivot to Ryan Kerrigan? Because we have not, I don't know if you spoke I talked about this yesterday, yesterday about it, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, one time I thought Ryan Kerrigan was going to be in the Hall of Fame. That was one of my takes. I almost did a spit take of myself. I can say I was incredibly wrong, but I thought he had, because of just how close he was to many more sacks and how consistent he was and how he played without missing a game, I, you know, playing through injury, and I just saw a path that could lead to being... It's not the most insane thing in the world, to be honest. But I always felt he was underappreciated here because do you like sacks? You should like sacks. They're an extremely important stat. And you can say, well, the sacks came all in bunches against bad teams at times of the game in which it didn't really matter. But how many times did he get close or have a pressure that led to a good defensive play that was not counted? Exactly. I tend to believe sacks eventually even out, and they represent how well are you at getting at the fucking quarterback? Right. And so then there was also the, I thought you said he didn't get as much attention, right? Did you say? I just said that he he was unappreciated, unappreciated. by mo- much of the fan base. But and for years, he might have been the face of the franchise. He was the face he, of a bad team for exactly. a long time. He's only like little Nobody bright, little falls in love with good players on bad teams. Yeah. They hold the team against the player to a certain extent, Before, even if he's good. Before we talk about him going to a division rival yeah. and what that must be like, yeah, I would like to tell you that, uh, not that we were ever friends, um, but he used to come in and tape that round table and stuff and everything. And one time he came in, and I was like a little bit motherly towards him. And I said, you well, know, you're both Iowa. Oh, and I kids. came to his apartment one time. Or no, he's from. To tape something. We did it outside in the park. Where's he lot. from? He went he's to Purdue. I, he, yeah, I was going to say Indiana. <clears throat> yeah, he went to Purdue, but he, where is he from? think he's from indiana okay all right but he's very midwestern right um and uh so anyway i went to his apartment one time but we taped outside his apartment but we got to know him in a different way not that i ever ever went out with him muncie indiana yeah indiana so uh i tried to set him up with Allie krieger and she wanted she gave i gave each other their numbers and he even at first i was talking about the goalie but it ended up he he kind of said something like um, <laughs> this is really funny. So he was like, are you sure? Cause I think he had heard that she might've been, you know, uh, she's married. Team. Yeah. She's I married to, to a beautiful up. 
female. She's she's. Yeah, I tried to set those two up. They actually had a date. They talked talk to each other, and then he ended up kind of standing her up or something. Wow, but- you played potential matchmaker to Ali Krieger, who is stunningly beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, totally her type. And when I told Allie that, she blushed and she wanted, and so then I set, I set them up. And I, they, I, they Did they go on a date? Once, yeah, it was awkward or either they ended up having like a phone conversation, but I, <laughs> That's it was amazing. about 10 That's 10 a great minutes. scoop right there, yeah, see? See, now we're on, we're uh, rally. We got a pl- runner on base. Here yeah. we go. And Allie knows this, and I actually met, um, what's, what's the goalie's name? I've met her too many times. Uh, I'll look it I up. I didn't here. know they had the love connection. I'm one of their biggest fans and supporters now. Uh, I, Ashlyn I, I, Harris. Ashlyn Harris, yeah. Yes. Because she was the goalie for the Washington Spirit here and yeah. on the team and everything. And they, they are they are the most the stunningly beautiful, beautiful uh, athletic power couple. Agreed. Lesbian, happily married power couple. Yeah, really. Mazel, mazel, good things. Wish them absolutely the best. Yeah. They also yeah. have tattoos, so that's kind of badass there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they've adopted. Oh, looks at that. They've adopted a baby. Yeah, they've adopted a baby. She's about one and a half now. Wow, cool. Yeah, she's she's so, gorgeous. Yeah, they, it, certainly Ryan Kerrigan could have made beautiful babies with. He married someone who looks like Ellie Krieger. <laughs> sort of like, well, I couldn't have her. She was playing for the other team. Yeah, well, yeah. let me go ahead and get a replica. Yeah. Why not? See, the thing about Kerrigan, I said this, and, and Galdi put it best. He goes, yeah, I get it. Kerrigan was a white meat baby face on a bad team. White meat baby. Yes, exactly. He was, he was baby s- face, but he and he was all shucks. But I don't think he was like that in real life and in on the field. Doesn't matter. Well, on the field, he was a good football player. Yeah. But you know, in real life, perception is reality. So everyone perceived him the way he presented, which was a very simple, very clean cut. Doesn't say anything controversial ever. In fact, no. he was a terrible interview, to be yeah, honest. He really, I mean, he was just kind of boring and didn't right. ever say anything. He answered the question with, it was kind of a gift that he could answer the question without really saying anything. <laughs> okay. uh, but sometimes he started wearing the glasses. I was like, oh, it's like Superman, like when he was doing interviews. Right, 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 right. Okay, right, right. now going going to a division rival. What about it? Um, I hate They're just it. another team. Well, I know, usually it's, it's us getting the uh, aging stars that have less than what they, <laughs> they should in the tank. And right. who knows if that's Kerrigan. Part of me thinks it's going to burn him and going to catapult him into like some sort of career year. I mean, it, compared to Harper going to the Phillies? Yeah, it's, it's nothing because Harper was in his prime going, you know, still had all his best years in front of him, whereas Kerrigan's best years supposedly are behind. You know what's weird is that it seems like nobody seems to care here in town that Harper left and that he's with a division rival. Why? Two reasons. World Series, I can't hear you. And, uh, <laughs> and because it's been the first year after he left, it was a huge deal at Nats Park. You remember the kind of... Uh, oh, the first got. series, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. had a good first People series. Him off and Philly fans came down 95, yeah, yeah, the yeah. garbage train that is Philadelphia sports fans, invaded Nats Park, and they were chanting MVP from the first weekend. His first year, though, with the Phillies was not blockbuster. And that's, so then the Nats win the World Series, and that ends that debate. We don't care anymore. We won I guess without so. you. Yeah. Funny how that is. Yeah. And he was the face of the franchise. Yeah. And he probably will be a Hall of Famer. Might be a little bit early to put him in the Hall of Fame. I'll just do it. I like to put people in the Hall of Fame. You like to <laughs> let him in? Do you have any thoughts on the on the basketball Hall of Fame? Um, I, I watched it with a tear in my eye when Vanessa and yeah. talking about Kobe and everything. So, um, Are you an empath? 
What does that mean? Somebody who very acutely feels oh, the troubles. Pat. Yes. Um, acutely feels the troubles of other people, including strangers, perhaps. I've never called myself that, but if I had to admit it, you know, if I was really thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Most I, people would, would say they are because to say you're not, you sound like a psychopath. Like, oh, yeah, Vanessa Bryant lost, lost her beautiful husband and, and a daughter, daughter at once. Tough break, and I'm moving on. It makes you feel like you're indifferent. Some people, though, really feel it more, and so they pour themselves mentally into the life of Vanessa Bryant thinking, what would that be like? I can watch a Folgers commercial and shed a tear, though. So I don't, <laughs> well, I those are be... well done, Carol. Come on. <laughs> they make everybody cry. Uh, but it's it Folgers is, in your cup, as they like to say. It, it's a, it's a, a, astounding to me, uh, you know, the moment we lost Kobe and what happened, I was at a Costco and it, I could see it spread like wildfire. I was standing in a line and just in that moment, and to still have him gone. And as someone who's experienced loss, you know for those people that had him intimately in their lives that time is not actually healing those wounds. It's making right. it harder because you're missing more of life without them. And to miss more birthdays and, and holidays, it just makes it awful. And so yeah. that's what I think about. And to have a daughter, too, I can't, you know, you're as a parent, you're like anything. I will suffer anything as long as it doesn't hit my kids. And then to lose exactly. your baby, Gigi, I just, uh, yeah. So when I, you talk about the Basketball Hall of Fame, two things I think of, like that was just an incredible, uh, horrible moment. And you want to turn away, but you can't. Right. Uh, Michael Jordan, I thought he did a great job. And, right. Um, and then I think of Morgan Wooten, who's in the Hall of Fame, and now how his uh, replacement, Mike Jones at DeMatha. Mike Jones, who is in this very van, in yeah. this very spot outside the Palm and Tyson's, not the one down in D.C., <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> he just accepted the associate head coaching job at Virginia Tech. Yeah. Associate. Yeah. Is he, that? You know that he was he was in this van a few weeks ago negotiating. <laughs> and we asked him, what about college? And yeah. his eyes twinkled. Yeah. Oh, it all makes sense now. Does that mean he's the number one assistant, this associate term? How does that work Good exactly? Good question. Not sure. Okay. So, I don't Good know for how him, they though. stack that in the bench, but if you sit next to him on the bench, that's a big deal. So all right. we'll, we'll have to look at the bench. I'm going to make Carol cry right now before we move on. 5 a.m. Vintage Folgers commercials. <laughs> that first get you going cup of coffee. That eye-opening fill the kitchen aroma of Folgers crystals. You know? By the way, I wish I was this voice guy because you know he's making bank just sitting there cutting things in his studio and sending them to stu- <laughs> to movie pe- houses, to television, commercial houses, radio. You have that voice. Radio. Why are you not doing I don't, it? I don't have that. Well, and, and, that- <clears throat> and it's going, too. No, I don't have it. I, I, my voice is strong. It's a, not a deep, strong voice. I have I a hope. deep, I have a, not Al Galdi strong, but it's strong. I don't have a rich and unique voice. This well, guy does. At least you're not squeaky like crystal. me. Squeaky! It all begins with mountain-grown beans, fresh brewed, then crystallized for a deep, dark, rich coffee. Just for a deep, dark, rich coffee. <laughs> Maybe I can impersonate this. Isn't the one this. that, the one where the kid comes home from college and they see each other like that's the Folgers. Yeah, you, Which one ahead. do you want? Well, I mean, you, I, I can't guess. It'd just be something that hits you. It's like the kid comes home from college and they have a moment. Or a holiday thing, and whatever. it's the internet, Carol. You don't need to know. You just need to say, have one say word. Say sappy or uh, <laughs> <laughs> college. Say college kid. 
Folgers Classic Commercial College. Did you, see, did you just see it? said Folgers Incest Commercial. Well, that's like a spoof. Ugh. Let's hope it's... Just getting out of bed. They show an old man on a farm. He's like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> to face all the chores ahead. Got to put out the pigs. To that aroma when the folder starts to <sighs> The best part of waking yeah. up. Folgers in your cup. Folgers is mountain drunk coffee. And the- that old man is making love to that coffee um, right there, isn't he? <laughs> he is doing some pretty perverted things, just, oh, smelling it. I'm going to still have this coffee. Oh, my God, it's <laughs> so funny. Hey, a derelict kid, you just woke up. Now get out there and get the pigs inside the sty. Now things are feeling right. Oh, you this see keeps the going. morning in a whole new light. It's a 46-second commercial. Oh, and there's the mom drinking coffee looking out. See, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing about classic commercials. That was a great commercial because it's so memorable. And it's got the jingle that sticks in your head. Right. It might the have, best part of waking up. Right. And my tear might have come with Maxwell, but I'm going to say Folgers just because of that <laughs> you know, memorable commercial. But uh, anyway, I actually hate Folgers just unless they sponsor you. It's my least favorite no, coffee. No, no. Don't worry about that. We're not, we're not on... We're not on that sponsorship. Lady Gaga's dog walker is back on the job, Carol, three months after he got shot defending Gaga's precious French bulldogs. Would you go back to work walking Gaga's dogs after taking a bullet for one of them? Um, I would not because you know you have a target on your back because now everyone knows what you look like and what you're doing and what exactly. your dogs, whose dogs you're protecting and there are so many crazy people out there. So I would not uh, but good for him and this guy uh, is the bravest son of a bitch I've ever seen. The best Crazy part brave, of that story but was the dog that came back to like, that got loose and came back to sit with him. Did they recall yeah, did they recover both dogs? I think they did. And they yeah. did arrest the perps, yep. who hopefully are going to be in jail for a long time. But yeah. uh, Gustav and Koji were two of the three dogs. These French bulldogs are expensive, expensive creatures. I asked uh, this place that was uh, my, my next puppy, I think it's called in Virginia, and they have just puppies, uh, and they're like a fancy place with these purebreds and i said what's the most expensive puppy you've ever sold french bulldog twenty five thousand dollars yeah and that was just a few months before i talked to him just like that five thousand dollars for a puppy french bulldog that's gonna chew up your house it probably has a lifespan of eight years most it's a short lifespan dog it's gonna have a lot of medical problems as well john wall had a lot of dogs i remember that and he had a lot of fancy expensive dogs who let the dogs out John Wall. So here's a good story. A Chinese businessman bought a second-tier Chinese soccer team, Zibu Kuju, and then told the coach, you got to play my son. Who is his son? Can you spot him out there on the field? Oh, my God. There he is. He looks like Kung Fu Panda. He's the fattest soccer player, Carol, I've ever seen. (laughs) 
Look at that kid. So his dad is the owner of the club. His dad bought the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> and so how much playing time is he getting? Is he good? Does, does he have Is he skills? good? Is Look he, at how I fat want, he is. I'm seeing him standing there. Yes, he's yeah, a, he's taking a he's corner a kick. Stout man. Let me see. Let me see what kind of skills he has. Let's see. This this is not video. I oh, am telling you, he, he's got no skills. You can't be He's like, got the biggest beer belly ever. Soccer players are universally the as fittest. fit as can yeah. be because they're running all the time. This loaf, <laughs> he's good for about 10 minutes, and he's probably playing uh, defense only because he's not going to make any extended runs, and he's certainly not going to play midfield. Did you play soccer? I know you were a basketball player I mean, at Justin, Drake. Justin, you know, rec leagues and stuff like that and just just okay. growing up a little bit and then did soccer resonate with you or no not? i thought Didn't. it was boring you yeah. did okay yeah i need a lot more it's just it's so much you know and you're constantly working the ball back and then moving a little forward and protecting it and i just thought i need more i, I like basketball you score you score you score you yeah you know, steal score there's a lot more to basketball yeah. to be sure are you into this play-in tournament that's going on tonight and tomorrow in the nba um, I will be. I mean, I what I here's this. Here's <laughs> That's a what, no right no, there. Here's what, I will here's be. My, here's my issue, and I think I saw this. Uh, I got alerted to this. I I hadn't even thought about it. If you're talking about Lakers and Warriors, why in the heck aren't they in prime time? Why are they stuck in a ten o'clock time slot? It's West Coast. Yeah, you're but not going to play. But, the, it's the best game of the. So you're going to tell them to play at four in the afternoon. This might be the game of like the season so far. It'll be fun to watch. And you stick it at ten o'clock at night. What the heck? Well, Why would they do that? Stay up late. What do you got to wake up early to do your? Uh, I just work at your like, business. It's like a big, a big middle finger to the East Coast. But they can't start them at four, Carol. It's I a get West that. Coast you thing. You can start it at eight. But that's eleven here. No, I can. I'm just oh, talking about five. So you're saying let them play locally at 5 p.m. How about, how about Nobody can get to the arena at 5 p.m. If we were nine, let me just. But we move six. to the West Coast. Okay. Then games would be in much <laughs> in a much better time slot for us. Actually, the 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 Central Time Zone is probably the best. Wouldn't you want that game to be like your highest rated? Yeah. Big prime slot. Yeah. The problem is it's probably not going to get high ratings. The NBA ratings have been just been bad this year. That's why I would say you would want to highlight that game. And that's wait, just me. What's the NBA going to do, Carol, in the post-LeBron era? They don't have another tentpole that keeps the league propped up. LeBron is that guy. Even if I don't care for him as a flavor of a player and others don't as well, he's still the biggest star in the league. What are they going to do after that? That's a good point. Let's, let's take advantage of LeBron versus Steph Curry and put it in your, your most viewable slot. I just thought that was nice. I saw that. I go, oh, my God. I'm going to stay up and watch it. Don't get me wrong. But I just, because that's the game I want to see more than the Wizards. All right. Fair enough. Aaron Rodgers uh, played college ball with Marshawn Lynch. And here's a little bit of audio that shook free this week in which Rodgers goes up to Marshawn Lynch when he was a Buffalo Bill. Because remember, before he got to be a superstar in Seattle, he played for Buffalo. And this was the funny exchange that uh, Rodgers had with uh, Marshawn saying, hey, man, I'd like to tackle you sometime. I wish I could tackle you. No, you don't. Yeah. You know you don't want that. I light you up, man. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Stick it on that ball. Hey, don't you? I got a blitz. I'm coming off the edge. Yeah? Hey, hey, I got a blitz. I- I'm going to be at the nickelback. That's pretty sorry. I know you can't cover anybody. You no, know, I'm going to smash them. <laughs> After the whistle or before? After, before, it don't matter. I might come off time. 
That's funny right there, isn't That's it? That's cute stuff, yeah. See, I, I love that. Like once upon a time when I was way younger and more into sports and less mature about the world, I used to hate it when football players fraternized with each other after a game. You know, the post-game handshakes, the post-game sometimes prayer circle. My feeling was, God damn it, you just lost. You don't got time to be hanging out. And, you know, I was like, I don't mind a handshake, but I don't like guys smiling and laughing. I'm that with was, you. I'm with you. I still don't like still? it. I've been on the field to see it. And this clip in, you know, specifically was before the game. It's before the game. But these this guys are all. before the game. They do this. They're out there warming up for hours. So after the game, you got to be all after pouty like. game, if you lose, you should be st- stomping off, I think. I'm okay. like, I'm the money, what is it, money ball when he's like, why is this is not what a losing clubhouse sounds like? <clears throat> in Alabama, the governor has signed a medical marijuana bill. This may be of note to you, Carol. When when is your store set to open? Can we announce this on the air? Um, well, I'm a licensed LLC now, and I have a lease, and I have a, a launch date of June one that I'm not cure gonna, relief. Yeah, cure relief. In, um, my website's not up yet, so as soon as it is, then I can announce it okay. officially. All kinds my of good stuff. My website's in construction right now. Yeah. I have a logo, including hot Bikram yoga and yes. natural herbs, and yes, even some cannabis. Yes, lots so, of cannabis. Yes, yes there you go. I think it's go. actually a huge trend. CBD CBD as well. and yoga mm-hmm. and everything, it helps you kind of feel better, and that's why it's called the Feel Better Center. So, I like it. Thank you. I'll write up a little blurb for okay. you. Okay. Uh, the governor of Alabama has signed a medical marijuana bill, uh-huh. and in the past month, notes Reddit College Football, the state of Alabama has signed into law protecting student name, image, likeness, compensation, ding, legalize medical, mar- medical marijuana, ding, and then they say Bama's struggles with recruiting may finally be over. They're going to keep on rolling on down there at Alabama. Hey, speaking of yoga, did you see the dog that was doing yoga? No. On social media? Oh, no. This is where our show's going. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this today and I said, you've got to be kidding me. But it's real, apparently. Oh, that is awesome. Doing a sphinx pose together. They're doing a child's pose together. They're doing down dog. The dog's watching the now, woman. Hold on a second. Yeah. It's a very bad downward dog. For both of them. Oh, for both. Look at yeah. you critiquing Sorry. the uh, technique Sorry. on the woman. What's but wrong? It's cool. What's wrong with her technique uh, here? She needs to, I would say, extend out a little bit, spread her hands a little wider, and her fingers um, try to drive her heels down. But that's just me. Okay. That's just you. Okay. Yeah. I'm look not at, in a yoga instructor. Look at this cute little dog. What kind of dog is this? Like a uh, Shel- shepherd Shel- of yeah, a Sheltie? Oh, it lifts the leg. Oh, my God. That's great. That's the best part. <laughs> now, that's a good downward dog right there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> doing core work together and the dog is like squeezing it all in in the middle that is so cute where is that rex chapman okay of course well yeah. rex steals a lot of content yeah everything he does is he's just he's passing it along usually he, he here's a- here's the twitter account to follow it's called butin gabidian mm-hmm. i don't know how you say it uh, they're up to three hundred thirty thousand followers but it's pretty much all cute dog videos Dog, it's just if you need a pick me up on your day, this is the site to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, look at this dog right here. There's a dog jumping out, scaring her owner. Okay, I could watch dog videos all day long I know. for sure. I know. It's a Let's podcast. talk about golf. Let's do it. 
We golfed PGA last Championship, week. Yeah. yeah. PGA Championship this week, which, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of preview research on. I've been to Kiowa. It's unbelievable. Have you? No, never been. Just seen it on TV. You got to go, Carol. Yeah. It's like no place I've ever seen the experience. The vibe of it, you are like right there on the ocean. Now, I've been lucky enough to go to Pebble. That's on the ocean. Did you play? I played Pebble, yeah. 500 bucks? You get, you get sponsored? No, we, 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 my buddy and I played in 1991 or 92, and it was only a couple hundred, like 200. Okay. But it was a lot of money for yeah. us at the time, yeah. given what we were making. So, yeah, Kiowa is incredible. And, you know, last time they held it there, Rory won. But it was in August when it was a lot softer and soggier and rainstorms. May now, still warm down there, but it'll be interesting to see. You're a Rory fan, right? I love him. Yeah. I'm a Rory yeah. fanatic. Yes. That's what yes. I am. So, well, yeah, golf. We, we golfed last week together, um, and we had a great time. And um, I won 10 bucks. so there oh, you go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Carol says, I let's... I two strokes on every hole. I got the ladies' tee. Look at the smoke come from your ears. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the competitive juices came out in you. I had a hard time properly handicapping your game. Yeah, well, I'm a mess. That was my first time playing this entire year. Your mess is still a serviceable mess. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Well, I get the ladies' tee. And if I but can no, but you actually drive, can play golf. You 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 hit it competently and you putted decently. Uh, did, what did you end up shooting? You know, who knows? I don't keep score don't ever. Keep score. I don't have a handicap. You like tie web? Yeah. I'm How do you tie. keep score? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't do that. If Danny. I did that, I'd start to be mad at myself. And I see people who get grumpy while they're playing because they're playing badly. And I just want to laugh about it. Like when I, every, but we're all a bunch of hacks. I know. You know, I just want, if I had a handicap and it was over 100, I would be sad. Um, I, want to, I want to play more and actually want Your, your handicap is not over 100. It would be zero. I mean, I'm talking about if, my, if I shot over 100 and then my handicap was more than 20 or whatever, I just, huh. I would be sad. I want it to be, I want my 18 hole score to be under 100 every time. And if I keep score and it's right around that, then I'm happy. But it's my three putts that okay. kill me. Yeah. But we had a great time. Did you want to talk about? So we played with Buddy and his boy Brummer. Brummer was great. And uh, we had a good time. And Westwood Country Club is very nice. Very nice, gentle Parkland course. It can be very difficult from the backs. We didn't play it from there. And the greens can get really, really fast. So uh, it was it was nice. Um. Playing three guys with one woman, how annoying is that for you? We have to go after every stop. 0.0% annoying. Really? It is totally. I, I feel bad because sometimes I'll zoom past the red tees, forgetting, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, we got to wait for the, the, the gal to play in the group. But it, it would annoy me when I have played with gentlemen who would do that, and they'd go run to their ball, and then I have to hit, try not to hit right. and annoy And say, me. hey, I'm back was, here. Yeah. yeah. I only do that. I just say, look alive. <laughs> watch, your, watch your lips, as my yeah. boy Jovi McAndrew used to say in baseball. Yeah. There's one thing, though, I would like to discuss, and if your listeners have a comment, um, what did you think about those guys explaining the rules they have with the betting? I don't know if we're allowed to say that on the air in this age of sensitivity. Okay. They had a, they had a silly tournament where they had the last person to birdie a specific hole gets a pot of money. Yeah. So they have like 20 guys that throw in 100 bucks to start the year. And then every hole, if you're the first one to birdie it, you get a bonus. And then they take that whole quote off the board. 
and then the last hole standing is the biggest pot. So usually with 20 guys trying to birdie whatever holes are out there at your course, the hardest hole is probably going to be the last one standing, and that has the most money attached to it. But to claim the prize, it comes with a long list of stipulations. Is it a regulation round? Did, Did you, you start, start on number 10? Yeah. Did you play a complete round? Who were you with? Et cetera, et cetera. And there was one stipulation that was mildly sexist, but it was th- thought up in a drunken stupor. Okay, no, and I get it, and that's why I wasn't offended. Good. So if, because those, those, uh, those guys were playing with us, and they, and they admitted it, if I get a hole-in-one right now, I don't get the $3,000 because I'm playing with, with a woman. A woman. Yeah. And I thought, huh. I just didn't get that at all. What would a woman drag you down in your round? Why would that? Is it because men go out with their wives and those rounds don't count for <laughs> this tournament? Like, what? Why would playing with a woman I somehow don't know. discount you? I don't know. From just this season pot of money I, getting I, a whole one. I, 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 I and think why it was. Why would you want to get a whole one and be bummed that you you just got a whole one now? You see, this is a great discussion. You don't understand how guys are. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> guys would think of this, and they would be drunk after a round going, well, you got to do this. You got to do that. You can't be wearing you know, long pants or something like that. I think it was just a crazy stipulation that was in there as a whammy to go, oh, nice hole-in-one doesn't count. Yeah. You know what? I was, as soon as they told Sounds me Sounds like that, you were offended, by the way. Yeah, yeah, see, there you go. I was kind of like, I wish I didn't know that, because now I wanted to make my own hole in one on those holes. (laughs) I was like, is this hole open? You're like, I'm pissed. I want to make a hole in one. I was like, here comes a hole in one. Have you had a hole in one? Never. Okay. Have you? keep at it. Well, you've only been playing golf for five years. Well, okay, I said that. You're remarkably good for a five-year player. Let me just go back. I think I said I've been playing on a regular basis for five years. I, I picked up my first clubs when in my 20s, but I, I hated it. I would just go because I had to, and I'd hack away. Um, I started taking lessons, though, and, and wanted to get good about five years ago. But I still don't get to give the time that I need. So I, you well, know. that's I've had little golf. kids. When you have little kids, you I don't know. get out. So I never – I did some lessons. Then I had some little – you know, I had little kids, and I took 15 years completely off. Then about five years ago, I – I tried to start up again. Do you know there is a 14-year-old girl that has qualified for the U.S. Women's Open? Really? Another Michelle Wee? Uh, maybe better. Her name is Chloe Kovaleski, and she routinely, they say, can drive it 280-290. Unbelievable. I don't know if the 280-290 is... Let me see her swing. Okay, you want to see her swing yeah. right here? Yeah. Take a nice look. Nice wide stance. Head down. Wow, she beats yeah. the shit out yeah. of it. She's like a little John Daly. I mean, she's not like some small, petite she, thing. No, she's a she's a fourteen year old girl who loves to grip it and rip it, yeah. almost like the female John Daly. Yeah, I like how quick she is too. She gets there. She gets set and she goes. Oh, the the hips are. There's no grandma. There's no grandma. No, the the hips are absolutely to die for in terms of her athletic action through the ball. Mm-hmm. Like I look at it as a as a creaky old man who can't clear his hips like this, and just cry thinking, man, I'd love to do that. That's just full on womp it, and you can tell from her the sound of her shot. She's compressing the ball. She doesn't hold the club at the top either of her backswing. You know how Nancy Lopez used to hold it? Right. Pause? No. 
She's got. She just, she's given her right literally there. Literally a fluid motion. That's and why I called my swing the unfolded lawn chair. <laughs> she doesn't have that. She's all. I do love looking at golf swings. This right here, Carol, that that is such good action right there. Her lower body is separate from her upper body. Lower body is spinning, turning. Upper body just falls into the slot, and then it's just pure unloading. And, yeah, it doesn't – I wouldn't be shocked if she carries the ball 250-plus. That's the dream right there. At Um, 14 years old. Back to me. How many practice wins did I take (laughs) – um, but that made was annoying for you. I always took at least one. Sometimes I had to two. take two or three. You're a little slow. You're a little bit too meticulous in your pre-shot routine. Yeah. You could improve on that. I know. It's That's a, okay. I'm overthinking every shot. Yeah. Yeah. I would you just guys, give it a waggle. Guys, I would give it a waggle and a half swing and not worry about a practice swing. Yeah, but... I'm still. I feel I'm still so new. Some, if I did a half, whenever I do a half swing, then I hit the ground because I haven't really measured out. I need to like, you know, figure out where the ground is and yeah. brush the grass a little bit. Have you gone like, to the range since the last time we no, played? No, well, I you're not going gonna to get any better then. That's <laughs> how it is. You're just okay, not going to get any better. Thank you for being honest. Um, <laughs> a waggle and a half swing and go. I know that's annoying part about my game. I have to think about my shot, and everybody had to look at me. I was like, uh. <laughs> I'd rather take another few seconds right now and hit a good shot and win $10. We've covered a lot of ground, nothing of any great import. What do you want to close on today? Because we've talked Folgers Coffee, Mm -hmm. commercials, your time you almost set up Brian Kerrigan with Allie Krieger or did, Lady Gaga's dog walker being back on the job, as well as uh, the NBA play-in tournament. Cicadas. We've done a lot of stuff. Cicadas, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's close on something good. What do we got? Okay. Um, what do I have? I would say I'd like to close on the fact that even Bill Gates is a dog, and I knew it. Because really? nobody in that, that long a marriage and, you know, uh, that kind of Don't money. go painting with a brush now. A That's big, real wide. You've got the Wagner power <laughs> painter right now. <laughs> no like, man in a marriage that long is not a dog. Just, no, no, no. I didn't mean to say it like that. We just spoke about Bill Gates out. last week. If they can't make it, you know, <laughs> what the heck is going on? And uh, no, but when it came out, I was like, huh, even Bill Gates. Hmm, well, what I say. here's what's really interesting. I'm uncomfortable right now, but I just thought the. the I'm not uncomfortable. It here's comes out. The truth always comes out. Okay, That's here's, about that. But here's what you got to slow down on. You don't know what the truth is. I don't know what the truth is. These are just news reports about he used to have pool parties with strippers or he was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane or he was this he was that they they did say that one woman accused him at Microsoft of sending out an email asking workers out on a date and then followed it up by saying if this made you feel uncomfortable please pr- please act as if it never happened <laughs> did you hear about that was this pre me too or is this post is I don't know, but either Seems way, it doesn't weird. matter if it's pre-Me Too. This is not how the billionaire head of a major company should go about finding dates. He's fishing in his own pond. Yeah, you don't dip your pen in the <laughs> <open laughs> and, and he's fishing with dynamite. He has the boss <laughs> emailing them. That's like no game whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That's like, bro, what are you? And then he's like, and by the way, if this made you uncomfortable, pretend like it didn't happen. What the fuck? Are okay. you kidding me? Let me end on this then. By the way, but here's the thing about Bill Gates. A lot of people are noting that, hmm, 
Bill Gates during this whole pandemic has been elevated as like this quasi-hero because he's got this plan for vaccinating and he's been all out front saying we need to do this, we need to do that and they thought like he was a good guy. Suddenly he's getting divorced and there's story after story after story almost like there's a coordinated media hit to tear him down. Yeah. Or yeah. as somebody tweeted, Melinda Gates has a great PR team. Yeah. Yeah. A great PR right. team. Or how long, I thought, how long has she been holding this stuff in? That's my immediate thought. But we don't know if it's true. You're right. You're right. That's the thing. You're right. How much Thank of it is true? Thank you for being the voice of reason for the first well, time hose, ever. Bros before hose. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. I got to throw down with Gates because like, we don't know what happened here, man. <laughs> stop, stop tarnishing him. And I, right. I hate Bill Gates, by the way. This is my final thing. I'm hearing this more and more. The people who are vaccinated, now that we're going to start going maskless, you know, out in... Oh, indoors I'm and outdoors. Done with masks. Um, the people who are vaccinated, many people have told me, and some of them are, you know, I'm related to because we're having a family reunion oh, next week. They're still going to wear masks. Oh, no. And I heard no. someone of very no. prominently who has no reason to risk, somebody you and I both know, I heard him say that he would might never eat indoors again. See, that's where. Some people in this country have been mind-fucked into a corner they're going to take a long time to come out from. It is completely bonkers. Those same people who prior to March 12th of 2020 never thought twice about going into a restaurant and eating. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I'm the big germaphobe here that w- wished I would masked up before. Just regular flu season before all this. They don't do anything. Now I now the masks I, don't. I just need to tear them off my face just because I'm so sick. I can't breathe. I was in a meeting yesterday with a banker indoors in his office. We had to wear the do mask. Do you know how many? Do you, do you know how much germs are trapped in the mask? Yeah, I, I pick better than being forced into your air passages. At best, they do nothing. At best. At worst, they stuff, they yeah. give you more shit you should breathe. This is not even an argument, so don't bother emailing me, you idiots out there. A hundred years ago, during the Spanish flu, they tried masks. They realized they didn't work. There's articles in newspapers from the 1918s. Is that even a word? Well, science is better since then, just just so you know. <laughs> but the basic like the, concept is... I try to is, follow the science whenever I can. There's no science behind the masks. They've done, they've done studies. Okay, but if it's an airborne virus i get why people said wear masks keep people safe but they don't work because air gets around and through the masks okay the virus is smaller per micron than the openings in even good masks yeah yeah you need a full problem. respirator you need a full, and like, you need to have N- perfect N95. compliance at all times yeah the n95s that make you look like a duck i do feel safe i've been the type this is where i am now the germaphobe i hate my the whole duck life masks. The germ- so now I'm a huge germaphobe. Now I've gone the opposite direction. Last week, I forgot a mask. I'm outside a coffee shop in my neighborhood. I ask a stranger for a mask, and he gives it to me, and it's used, and I still wear it because I need my coffee. Oh, my God. In a parking lot, I said, sir, do you have an extra <laughs> mask? And he grabbed one off his floor that someone in his family wore. Carol, what I are you doing? I turned it around, and I wore it in. Turn it around? That doesn't do shit. <laughs> I turned it around. His germs are still on the mask, being sucked through the mask into your lungs. Coffee. I couldn't go in So just go. One. Yes, you could. I could have drove March right in and say, pandemic's over. The CDC said so. Give me a fucking I, coffee. He said I borrowed a stranger, very nice stranger's 
good Samaritan in my opinion. I don't know how long it's going to take for people to mentally get out of this corner they've painted themselves. It's the darndest thing. It's completely crazy, and there are some mentally unwell people out there who need counseling because it's insane. With that said, let's go walk maskless into the palm and have lunch, and we'll text Wendy Rieger and say, next time, Wendy. I'm sorry, Wendy. All right. So what happens now? Is the food free, or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come and football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.